Welcome back to another episode of Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. Adam's in Iowa, Rihanna's in New York, I'm in Rhode Island, and we're back, and we don't have anywhere to go, so we can, and I'm not even on vacation, we might have a normal pod. The last couple weeks, we had one that was just meandering all day, and then last week, it was just like down and dirty to business. I think we'll have a more normal one tonight. Until we get to next week, so I haven't talked to you about Caleb. You might enjoy this. I'm going to hell next week. Oh, Michigan? Yeah, I'm going to hell, Michigan. Yeah, that should be interesting. They're letting me cover a Mountain Dew event. I thought I thought you were going to announce that you were drunk. Like I was, I was going to see if like Adam was (laughs) drunk tonight or no. I see the Taco Bell cup. Yeah, we've done episodes where I came from happy hour. We've done episodes where Caleb's come from happy hour. Now we need adam after dark yeah i'm waiting for like the taco bell cantinas to open here i'm not even sure where they are i know they're like two in existence yeah but getting drunk off of mixed baja blast drinks <laughs> sounds amazing all right there are no taco bell cantinas near iowa <laughs> figured that much yeah where yeah. are is it chicago maybe or well know. i'm gonna look for hell michigan again first it's it's kind of west of ann arbor it won't let me just like click on the map. Hell, Michigan? No. Um, all right, let's see Chicago. We're going to find Adam a Taco Bell Cantina. Taco Bell Cantina. I mean, should we throw you like a bachelor party at a Taco Bell Cantina? Oh. <laughs> There's four of them in Chicago. Oh. Is there really? Yep. Interesting. Four of them in Chicago. Yeah, and if we got in like a couple days early and just took Adam down with the Taco Bell Cantina, that would not be good. Oh. Come so, on, Adam. Come on, I'm down. You guys are already gone now. I will say we have to be better next week about you know discussing happy hours and such. I'm actually. I don't know if I told you this, guys. This uh, I'm speaking at an event at Pepperdine University in. Um, in the beginning of may and it's actually uh, it's on mcu stuff like it's their bible lectures but i'm talking about like spirituality and mcu movies but i'm really nervous about next week's pod because all these church people after they hear this if they listen to our pod we'll just listen to the latest one so i have to be an upstanding citizen next week you know like we have to be (laughs) On our, I mean, I just said you came from a happy hour. I, you that's know, true. that's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, do you want Rhiannon and I to send a little extra next week so you look like a saint? Or... <laughs> no, that's that's okay. Well, we won't we won't clean it up too much. So I mean, Adam's podcasting from hell next week. So yeah, I'll be podcasting live from hell. I'll uh, I'll be sure to like uh, read up on my psalms. So I'll have a couple to go if we want to like open in prayer or something. <laughs> There's a Taco Bell cantina near my office. I'm proposing it for happy hour sometime. Yeah. So you get all the good stuff. There's the Sour Patch Kids store by Times Square. Well, you should I don't come know visit. where Times Square is, but Yeah, I'm really Rhiannon, have you been to the Harry Potter store? Yeah. Yeah. I hear it's pretty yeah. awesome. Um, it's very cool. If you're a Potter fan, absolutely. Um, I'm mad at them because in Orlando, when you go to Universal, they have the in the winter, they have warm butter beer, and it is oh. amazing. Mm. Like a warm cup of butter beer, and like the little froth on top, and all of that. So, like New York City, they have like the butter beer bar. Like going, we went in like January or 
I don't know. We went when it was cold. And I was like, this is perfect. Like, surely they would have the warm butterbeer. And I have, like, annoyed them on Twitter. They do not have warm butterbeer. Like, they have the ice cream butterbeer. But it's cold. I want warm butterbeer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm very mad at them. But the store is very cool. The store is very cool. You could just go in and wander around forever. And there's stuff. I mean, stuff, if you want the stuff. Um, I haven't done the VR experience yet. but All right, cool. So we have news this week. Yeah. <gasps> Um, let's start with Adam. I mean, I feel like the MCU horror stuff just keeps getting good news. So we had an announcement today that Elsa Bloodstone is coming to, um, I think this is pretty official. It's coming to Werewolf by Night. It's going to be played by Laura Donnelly. Uh, I don't know the actress too well. I don't, I know the character a bit. Uh, are you excited about this development as like a connective tissue maybe for, for the horror stuff? Yeah, there's like a lot of the the that supernatural stuff's coming out, and I'm getting like uh, I'm scratching my head, like why, like why? I don't know. I'm just being cautious. It's weird because I they had I thought she was previous. One of the trades suggested she was vampire by night, um, or said she may be vampire by night, or or something of that nature um apparently she's an outlander for a couple episodes and she's excellent outlander um but other than that i don't watch outlander yeah i i'm looking at her picture and trying to remember who she is an outlander i think she might be the character i think i really like her in outlander now that you mentioned that she's in it i'm like she looks so familiar i thought thought game of thrones was pretty risque and then i started watching outlander with kelsey and then i'm like whoa that's lots of yeah less people dying lots of people getting it on (laughs) which is okay if you're married for our pepperdine friends next week (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah i'm glad i didn't take the next step with outlander (laughs) um so it's yeah i mean it's cool to me it makes sense to me that's a character that really moves between stuff well you know i mean i think blade probably will as well but we always talk about like who's going to be the nick fury you know who's going to be the person that connects stuff and it would seem like elsa bloodstone would be very easily fit into that role of sort of being the person that pops up in everything um and, and as we get more and more and more of those characters so right right um yeah and i i will talk about this once we get to moon Knight, but i think this week showed just how creepy and spooky they they can be with without you know slashing blood and guts everywhere um which is which i'm fine with so yeah we'll 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 see man elsa and man thing and werewolf by night um there was rumors of jennifer kale not too long ago um the only thing missing would be the hellstrom siblings and then pretty much i don't know we'll see man We'll see. I hope it happens. It's probably almost done filming by this point, so it's interesting. We haven't gotten anything whatsoever. Yeah, because it's not, I mean, it shouldn't be too long of a shoot, you would think. I mean, Uh, it was originally scheduled for 17 days. Okay. Just under three weeks. Which is, if when you think about it, that's a lot of time. I mean, there's a lot of network shows that would say, oh, you're only putting an hour of content together? I wish we could get 17 days for a you know hour right. episode. So 
Yeah, I mean, I think the expensive TV shows take 10 days per episode. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see today Stranger Things cost $30 million an episode this season? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was looking it up. It's like, that's no like money. 10 episodes of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next news Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One, which, by the way, I really hope they're fixing these titles before they come out. Like, you're going to do three movies and the first one's into the Spider-Verse. The second one's across the Spider-Verse part one and the other one's across the Spider-Verse part. I hate it. Anyway, uh, it got moved. It was supposed to come out this October and got pushed um, to next June, I believe, uh, which means it'll come out within about a year of the second part, which is interesting. Uh, it also means a couple other shuffles around. Uh, we got a Madam Web movie now officially scheduled for next July, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. Craven's supposed to come out next January. Um, I'm just amazed at like the COVID backup seems to be happening forever. You know, like at what point will we finally get past this bottleneck? Because I was looking even at summer movies, and once they cleared out a bunch of the DC stuff, like there's just not as much stuff coming out. Like it really does feel like supply chains or labor markets or whatever is really making havoc for everybody to get movies out you know maybe if- sony is thinking that the low turnout for the movies is because so many big things are coming out right now or something i don't know if marvel stopped doing 20 projects a year that would open up visual effects vendors for all other studios <laughs> i'm very surprised all of marvel stuff isn't in-house yet it's it's insane yeah. that it isn't I get that means they would have to hire probably 5,000 visual effects artists. But at the same time, you know, you're, you're paying vendors anyways. Why can't you? I mean, they could probably just buy those vendors. They could. They own one of them. So. And they've probably done more. that math and decided it wasn't worthwhile. They're going to have to um, put more of their budget towards apparently a, a civil war in Florida or something. Oh, that's right. Well, I don't get this. What's this thing? They had like autonomy, like tanked. they had their own area. I don't get what they had. They okay, had their so own... Walt Disney World is like its own government. Like really? that part of Florida is the Disney Corporation basically self-governs. They worry about their own tax structure. They have their own fire department. They um, do their own inspections of like safety stuff. Like they basically fund a puppet government that's run by Disney to like do all their own crap down there. And the reason they do it is because there's no other entity to do it. Like the two towns that the parks are in outside of Disney have like a hundred residents that are like, I don't even know where they live. They must live in like trailers, like in a corner somewhere like And so there's no revenue down there except for Disney to pay for stuff like building inspectors or fire marshals. And so Disney was sort of granted their ability to govern their own district, so to speak. And that's what they're going to take away. The thing that's crazy about it is I saw today somebody online that says that the average resident of Orange County, Florida may get stuck with a $2,800 tax bill every year if they make this decision because the state has to pay for everything that Disney's been paying for in their own little government. And like, 
so it's gonna like totally screw over the people that live there because now these little towns are gonna have to somehow fund the mechanisms to care for all this stuff that disney was made to pay for by themselves when they had their own autonomy does that make sense Mm -hmm. damn that's crazy i look forward to seeing where it goes but (laughs) you really realize when you're down there because all the road signs are like disney branded right exit Mm -hmm. signs to the freeway and stuff yeah it's all like disney controls the the freeways and the highways and stuff you know right right. i just imagine like the florida national guard trying to pull into magic kingdom except then you have like people with mousy ears on their helmets yeah I read some analysis today that, and maybe this won't be the case, but that they'll pass the law and they'll like make their point and make the politics about it. And then they'll actually have to sit down and negotiate with Disney how to handle this change. And that six months down the road, they'll basically just drop it and let Disney keep functioning as is because it would be too hard to like actually take it away. Absolutely. So I am enjoying the imagery of the mouse wars. Goofy with um, a bazooka, you know, like the IED. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so back to Spidey. My, my, because I think that's where we started. Here's everybody's backed up, vendors, all that stuff. Part of me is cynical enough to think like they really thought they were going to speed through a Sinister Six movie. And then after Morbius, they were like, oh we need to slow down and so part of the move, reason maybe you push spidey is to move that revenue from this you know this budget year into next budget year so that you're like kind of making up for the fact that you know that your live action stuff is not making the bank that you hoped it would right i who does sony test their movies with like, is it just like completely different demographics compared to tomorrow? I mean, Marvel Disney tests are all internal employees, but like, who's who's Sony testing? Like, are those are the demos just so vastly different that like the masses between the two studios can't tell what the hell's a good movie? Or does or even Sony a just pull movie? in? Does Sony um, just like go to a halfway house and pull in like? people i i don't know i don't want to seem disrespectful for recovering addicts or anything um i don't know i don't know where you're going with that i was going so i was just going i was going somewhere with that sony is trying to be very cheap with the audiences that they get um just rounding up like hobos off of trains or something therefore (laughs) yeah therefore not getting the most intelligent or you know and they're just like yeah fire (laughs) um but i didn't mean to be disrespectful to like you know recovering as it turns out sony actually has time travel machines and their test audiences are from the earliest stages of time the very first humans yes right do you want to come watch morbius what morbius and that's how we get well, i feel bad for the filmmakers and stuff because these writers these directors there's no way they made a movie so craptastic you know, there's there's yeah. no way you make a movie that bad. Um, is it just like a? I mean, it's. I take it that's the answer that 
10 different executives put their notes together and they're all sitting in one room, the filmmakers, and then someone decrees that those notes have to get done. So then the editor's left scrambling while, you know, Daniel Espinosa just looks around and says, well, I can't do anything. You know, we have to do this for me to get my paycheck. It's, it's insane. Well, and I don't know, this is probably overly simplistic of what's going on, but it's always worth noting, I think, where these studios kind of come from. Like Disney is a company that's built from the ground up on their creative artists. Whereas, you know, Sony is a technology company primarily. Sony makes a whole lot more money selling laptops and cell phones and stuff like that. That, or headphones, you know, whatever, like they, they make all their money there before they make it in entertainment. And, you know, this was a complaint we heard a lot when AT&T was with Warners, though that's been split now, that the Warner Brothers execs were like talking to a bunch of Silicon Valley, you know, pencil necks that were just not capable of understanding the creative endeavor. And that really looked at it like, you know, you, you build a social media company and there is something different about a company that at its core is a storytelling company versus a company that at its core is a technology company. And you could argue that Netflix has had this problem to some degree, I think. Um, and it's, I don't know, I think it's worth noting with, with Sony that movies are a small piece of their overall pie and their top execs are tech guys, not creative guys. Yeah. And to counter that, I would say, I mean, what we've seen for Marvel as of late is not even um storytelling really as much as it is character showing and merchandise producing well i mean we're four episodes into moon night and there's zero plot i don't think that's true okay there's two percent plot there's a little very plot there's plot but where is this pyramid let's go to pyramid it's been four episodes You are right that like certainly something like what if does feel like the toy department like created that show. Right. Which is cynically the way you can look at Disney like, hey, as long as it sells action figures and Funko Pops, you know, like we're excited. But then at the same time, they don't even make toys and Funko Pops based off the like the single biggest character in Hawkeye. Like we still don't have a Kingpin Funko. What's (laughs) what's going on? Like, I, I don't get it. Funko people saw that Hawaiian shirt and they were like, no, we're out. That might be the best selling Funko Pop of all time. I don't think so. Wilson Wilson Fisk Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Yes. Maybe they're saving it. Maybe they're saving it to make like a San Diego exclusive. I dropped 50 bucks on it easily. Adam, what was the, what was the third thing we said we're going to talk about? Oh, not trailers. Mm. We'll get to, yeah, I mean, we'll get the trailer here. Oh, sec. we need it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. It'll hit me later and I'll feel stupid forgetting. But uh, yeah, let's talk about finally, like 81 days ahead of the movie, we got a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. Rihanna, I'll, I'll start with you. What did you think of the trailer? I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I, um, again, the music choice. I, I enjoyed the little GNR. I feel like it gave us, I mean, it gave us an idea of what the movie's going to be. I feel like it jumped around in time so much. You've got him training, and then you've got him in the Thor traditional costume with the cape and everything. And then you've got him in the, in the t shirt 
in the outfit that I, I totally believe he stole from Quill. Um, and then you have him back in the Thor and then you have him back in the t-shirt and then back in the Thor and back in the t-shirt. I, I feel like this trailer jumped around so much. It was just to give us some tone and feeling. Um, you know, I don't feel like we learned much about what the plot's going to be or anything like that, but it got me hyped. I, I mean, it feel, it felt like when I saw that first Ragnarok trailer and like nobody cared about Thor 3 when the Ragnarok trailer first dropped and it was suddenly like, ooh, yes, I care. Um, like this one, I don't know. I got excited and I have not liked any first trailers. I have not liked any of the teaser trailers for a long time so it was just really nice to watch it and be like oh oh yeah yeah i'm excited i'm here for this it looks perfectly okay it looks good it looks really good it looks darker than ragnarok i was expecting more um more bombastic colors is bombasticity a word bomb i think so they should be um yeah i don't know i'm pretty sure thor dies um i'm very surprised they didn't put a shot of gore in there um just to say nah the toys the toys are pretty bad that's a pretty bad sculpt um but yeah there's we still don't know the plot of dr strange you know they just throw a bunch of different clips together most some and i shouldn't say most but some of them will be from like the closing moments of the movie um and we just don't know because they're all jumbled up and they're all hey look at this and look at this and look at this and look at this but yeah it's 90 seconds and that's probably maybe all 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 we'll get for the movie so yeah it's certainly interesting if they were to advertise this the way they've advertised the disney plus shows this dropped about when we expect a trailer for a disney plus show and so if it was if it was if it was on the streaming service, they would do this and then they do some TV spots and that would be it. And so I think we'll get a full Thor trailer based on something Taika said on, on Twitter, but it could be that we won't. I mean, we'll see. I found myself a bit underwhelmed by it, particularly at first. Like, you know, the thing that I, I that frustrated me about Ragnarok is it was like, hey, it's really funny, but it feels all a little it all felt a little light on plot to me and felt too improvised. And this trailer gives you, gives me that feeling again, like, Oh, Hey, these guys had a lot of fun. They messed around on set, but I didn't feel much depth to it. And I think they're purposefully hiding plot, but it just sets my alarm bells off when I felt like the last one didn't have enough plot. And then this trailer is completely devoid of plot as well. But then I watched uh, Screen Crush did like a breakdown and they showed all the ways that like there was all these places that picked up this theme of of like lost deities or deities not doing their jobs and why gore would kill. And I think there's potential for a really interesting movie. It'll just be interesting to me if they'll they'll go to that place, you know. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. Just like Moon Knight, you know, the mythology stuff's what hypes me out the most. We saw Zeus um we saw the olympians hopefully maybe hercules you know we saw that one shot from thor god of thunder with the dead god i'm forgetting his name that behemoth or whatever behemoth um i don't i don't know man it's 
I'm underwhelmed just with everything. You guys already know this. Yeah. Marvel stuff is completely underwhelming to me at this point. But do you have the, any fears that, like, we did not see much of, we didn't see like the front of Zeus. We didn't see a lot of mm-hmm. Olympia. We did see like his lightning bolts. I almost feel like Tyke is going to set them up just to mock them. Like, look at these silly Olympians. You know, like, I'm expecting almost to see Zeus be like unkept and overweight and just like living off his past glories like you know a a 60 year old rocker or something i I just am suspicious that olympia will be somewhat a cause of a joke almost like the way the sovereign got turned into a joke a bit Mm -hmm. in guardians 2 i don't think it's a bad thing it just it's just i'm suspicious that that's where we're gonna head well i hope that's the case because it would prove the story i'm currently writing is a valid idea but then I don't want to see it because that means that I can no longer write that story. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Do we get a gore post credit scene or something in in Moon Knight? Because, um, I mean, he, he kills all gods. So, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if there are... <clears throat> excuse me, if there are any other pantheons or, or groups or whatever. I'm not sure if Pantheon's just Greek or, or if that's could be interchanged, but uh, yeah, well, I hope so. I hope Gore should kill everyone. Um, the uh, symbiotic monsters at the end. Oh Looks yeah, that seems like that all spider leggy looking stuff. Yeah, with uh, Mighty Thor, uh, it's going to be super. Uh, uh, I wonder how. I'm going to ask Jason Aaron this sometime, but I wonder how he feels with how all black's been treated, you know, how it's been morphed into a a symbiote and all that stuff. Certainly it's not going to be, it shouldn't be symbiotic in, in the MCU, but it can be because we now know there's a venom chunk in the thing. Maybe Gore was also vacationing at the same time. And the symbiote seemingly took over his sword. Um, yeah. There's Hawaiian gods, right? There's certainly Polynesian. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's specific to Hawaii, but yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That stuff will be really interesting. I'll tell you what's not going to be interesting. And that's just going to come between Valkyrie as like king of the Asgardians and bringing in Jane Foster Thor. And we've gotten some sort of ideas that the Taika wants to bring in more like LGBTQ representation. Certainly we've gotten word that maybe Valkyrie will have, you know, a, a female romantic partner. Uh, they put Meek in a dress. Uh, like, you know, like I just think there's going to be a lot of these little things that is just going to turn. It's just going to be a painful Twitter convert. Like I think that, Taika is going to do stuff that's good to do. I think, you know, already people are responding to like the scene with Thor and like uh, Chris Pratt, you know, and people sort of like on the other side, like mocking Chris Pratt, like, oh, I bet Chris Pratt didn't know that that was going to be in there. And it's like, guys, do we have to be so like immature about all this stuff? Or like, can we just have the representation and not fight like children about it? I don't know. Uh, whatever, man. It is, it's those same people complaining probably didn't bother reading the Guardians of the Galaxy story where 
um, Star Lord was came out as bisexual, right. or it was made bisexual, or, or whatever you wanted to um, say. It, those people are gonna complain no matter what. Taika should make it seriously like the the gayest movie he can. You know, I have he's made some of my favorite movies of all time. I would say most of them crack some sort of list. You know, Wilder People was amazing. Jojo Rabbit's easily a top three or five favorite movie of mine. Um, whatever, man. Twitter sucks. Twitter's getting to you, isn't it? Uh, you know, I just... I keep thinking, like, how can people not enjoy... Like, I'm going to have to get off from Miss Marvel because it's just going to be pure joy for me. And then I'm going to open up to Twitter mm. and just hate the planet. So I might just give up on Twitter for the month of June. Mm. We'll see. I, well, I, uh, there was a tweet today that Moon Knight hasn't even had Moon Knight in it. Or there's been like two minutes of Moon Knight. I'm like, well, we must be watching a different series because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector are all Moon Knight. But, you know, it's Twitter, man. So I feel like my Twitter, I ended up with following a bunch of people that weren't like marvel content and it's a much more pleasant experience yeah, like i'm right. not getting all of that yeah. negativity it is but i'm cra- also missing news <laughs> right right no it's it's just a crazy echo chamber hanging around fandoms and stuff then we come in here once a week and and talk about this stuff and a lot of people forget to realize that the vast majority of people that watch go to these movies don't care don't care about anything you know well and we have to be careful and i try to be careful of this too maybe i've even felt this tonight like the more that we like highlight the trolls like i don't don't know if i saw anybody actually talking about like jane thor not be or jane foster being a bad thor but i saw hundreds of people like screen capping and commenting on somebody else who said that, you know, Jane Foster shouldn't be Thor. And so like, at some point you kind of signal boost the wrong people, even if you're doing it. So to criticize them, like, you know, so. You should only signal boost people that have stuff to promote, right? Caleb self-promotion. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. I wasn't thinking of you, Adam, but I, I, I do feel bad for you that you have to do that. <laughs> it's insane. I hate every second of it, but you know, speaking of which do? we'll just make you do it. Now you got a new Kickstarter. I felt, forgot to mention at the top of the show. Yeah, man. Buy my stuff, please. It's uh, uh it's Moonspawn? awesome. Spawn. Is that what it's called? Spawn and the defenders of the dark, which is um the supernatural horror corner of the our our shit show universe i'm working on actually branding and labeling it as something else because eventually i wouldn't mind telling family friendly stories um yeah and from the pages of shit show probably wouldn't fly with scholastic yeah um (laughs) but no it's uh it's a five-story anthology i i completed the script to the first issue of the miniseries it leads into today but uh, you can see more at moonspawncomic.com or bigscary.monster. That's the other backup domain name. Now, has this jumped in sp- like jumped ahead of the uh, the space thing that we teased that I don't feel like ever came out? No, no, that's still it's no, that's still coming out. This is just simultaneous or whatever. The actual series won't come out until probably late next year. Okay um the the space one keepers of the cosmos is late this year early next year okay you uh put something on the schedule and the paper shortage is uh, apparently what do you call uh 
is there's just like a perpetual is that the right word paper shortage that's just a never-ending infinite yeah paper shortage so, we're just running out of trees right 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 i was reading something else on uh like marvel just had a bunch of delays too because okay. they're canadian printer i don't know whatever they'll come out when they come out but this kickstarter we we found a printer that doesn't have a paper shortage they have paper and they will for the next few months so this will come out sometime and then the other books will come out sometime and then more books will come out sometime and yeah excellent and so forth all right moon knight amazing oh my gosh so here's the thing you know i don't tend to be super negative one through three i like enjoyed you know and as we talked about it i've enjoyed it last night was the first time that when it ended I was just like giggling with delight. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. this is so good. <laughs> I have to say the only thing about yesterday's episode was Adam hyped it so much <laughs> that I kept being like, oh, is this when Adam was like really excited? No, there's probably more. Like, is this? Oh, no, there's probably more. Yeah. Like, and, and to get like to full spoilers, like, yeah, so there was the one mummy like chasing them, and I was like, "All right, so now all those mummies are going to come to life or something, right? Like we're going to get like massive monster." And so he set my expectations really high, but I I'm still sorry. like outside of the expectations that Adam set, it was a great episode. Yeah. Like, um, and I, I do appreciate that I have an OELD TV because evidently people had trouble watching this episode. Oh, the dark stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. to see. It. I was uh, Adam. I wanted to compliment you off the top. The fact that you knew all this stuff, and that as me and Rhiannon have like thrown out random theories, you have like not let mm-hmm. us know the ones we had right because there's a few things I was pretty close on, you know. Yeah, there. And there so were, yeah. you were good to let me theorize and not make clear what was happening. And so I'm me and our listeners, I'm sure, are very thankful for your your poker face on the stuff that you've seen, you know, I haven't spoiled anything since Ant-Man. That was Ant-Man one, right? Or was that Ant-Man two? It's yeah, it's two. two. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I was kind of waiting actually. Cause there's a few things like, you know, I've been talking for a couple weeks about like the hallway scenes in the credits uh-huh. and then we have to have a hospital scene. Uh-huh. I was waiting for somebody to go like, you ruined that man. Be like, no, I just watched the credits and like I just made an ed- educated guess, you know. Nobody accused you of ruining anything. I don't think so. People even listening. Well, that's... do we know? Do we actually have listeners? <laughs> I don't know. We should, <laughs> do, we should do our annual uh, stat lookup. <laughs> <laughs> I know Michael T. Ford tweets out every once in a while. That yeah, he's yeah, we have Mike. Um, I did let one spoiler go last week about um oh the partner thought, thing the partner thing i thought that was revealed last week so you didn't though because i edited it out oh i just took that oh, little okay. section out just in case there it is yeah because he says it's not because i thought it was lockley that killed well and it's, see people are still debating this right i yeah. think it, i thought it was lockley that would kill her dad yeah, but he says in the show it's my, your my partner that kills your dad. Okay. In the comics, his partner is Bushman, um, who's usually his arch enemy. So, the okay. dude he cuts the face off of, which apparently might fly on Disney Plus now because we saw someone that was alive get disemboweled, and we saw one of his organs. 
but see, it's real brilliant. I don't know if we, I mean, we didn't like, you didn't see them like incise. You never saw anything yeah. get pulled out. It's yeah. mostly squishy noises. No, you see, you see something, you see an organ getting pulled out like a yeah but it's like something. a dark room it's like a dark blob that like it's oh, dropped in a right there's no blood there's no but you you i mean he's disemboweled you it's oh, pretty yeah. clear it's... yeah but do we know why i mean does this mummy just like go out and get people or does it only get people that are in the tomb or was the mummy shooting people no they were shooting at the mummy right mm-hmm. my understanding was the mummy is the servant of alexander uh-huh. And that probably before he was mummified, he mummified Alexander and some others. And so that's just like him going about his work, you know? Mm. Oh, he's the mummifier and he's just. Yeah, it's there's an official name for it. It's a pre equivalency of a priest or. Yeah. Hacker, I, hacker, I have like hacker. an archaeologist that knows Egyptology and all of Ooh. this that, that might be willing to come on the show, but she's that not going to watch until the whole series is out at once. Mm. Oh, okay. So, that's cool. We could still have her on. That'd be great. Yeah, she yeah. will probably point out that what they said that was the eye of Horus is not the eye of Horus. Oh, she already has comments. Like evidently, oh, Amit is mm-hmm. Amid with a D. So, because uh, she was asking me the names of the gods that we've seen, and yeah. I failed that test because I, I was like Kanchu. She's like never heard of him. Well, and that's a. It's also a linguistic thing, right? So, like, yeah. um, you know, R's and L's in ancient languages kind of can be interchanged quite a bit. So, yeah, it is pretty interesting that Khonshu is to Egyptian mythology as what Moon Knight was to the Marvel stable of characters prior to him getting his own show. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly not Osiris or Isis or Ra or yeah into yeah, this yeah. or whatever but, so um, she's gonna watch and then she's gonna figure out if she knows enough to be useful and... okay that's cool yeah. so one of the things along these lines uh you know the tomb being alexander the greats i mean that's interesting if you know a little bit about alexander the great and cleopatra and their relationship like it's fun i also feel like there has been unnecessary levels of complication to this where Marks Mark says we need to find out where Amit is buried, and they go, "Oh well, she's buried in the t- you know it has something to do with the map that's in the tomb of Sifu." And then they go to Sifu's sarcophagus and they find a map, and that map leads them to another one. And they're like, "Well, she's in stone form and buried with a pharaoh who happened to be her at like." It seems like simply they could have just gone to the tomb of Ahmet, but instead, nope, we've got to like go to Sifu to go to Alexander the Greats. And I just feel like some of this was to add levels of complication. Like it allowed them to have the Midnight Man scene last week and have another fight scene. It it all seems a little unnecessarily complicated instead of just like find a clue and go get to the tomb, you know? It's exactly why this probably beats Hawkeye as the most Marvel television-fied series Marvel Studios has ever done. That's why where my no plot came with. There's a plot, but it's literally going to take all six episodes to like do something they could have done in one episode. You know? I feel like this series has done a good job. Like while I mean, the plot is protecting the Tomb of Vomit. 
-hmm. like i mean that's the whole thing that we're going towards the you know but i feel like this series has done the best job of being a lot of character exposition without without it being loki sitting in a room talking to somebody for five hours it's been action and movement and going new places with an amazing amount of character exploration and introduction it's the first series that has had a villain through all episodes you know we've had a very real very complex existing from the first second of the show yeah from the very beginning of the show like there is that conflict we have the internal conflict i mean i feel like even just like the plot the the arc of the series of six episodes of steven and mark figuring out who they are and and putting all of that together and the audience figuring out who they are and putting all of that together and this third altar you know representing itself i I feel like i feel like there's a plot is all i'm getting at yeah i don't know if you guys feel the same way um is it may calloway is that the name of the actress who plays layla I do not know how to say her last name. Kalamoi? Kalamoi? Okay, I just thought it was Cal. So anyways, but her, I, I feel like her and Isaac's, or Isaac, I would say, put an S on it. Her and I, like, I feel like the chemistry has been, like, legit. Like, even when she was just, like, suiting him up to go mm-hmm. spelunking, it was kind of like, oh, these two, like, I don't know. There was, like, some actual tension in the room, a way I never got with like Loki or Sylvie, for example, you know, there was just, I, I, I find that the two of them make a good couple that have an interesting chemistry and the way that she's the, even the love triangle of her kind of falling for Steven because he's everything that Mark's not. And then the question of like, did Mark create Steven just to be everything for her that he couldn't be like, that is a very tortured love thing. The idea that he would create an altar that would be perfect for her, even though it would break his heart to lose her to the altar. I think that's all very fascinating. No, I, I that's what I'm saying. Like they've kept it very, very interesting as we get into all of this. Yeah. Um, I never thought about Steven creating or Mark creating Steven. Oh yeah. I think probably Ryan area over at screen crush gets a little credit for that because he was just saying like, if you were trying to create a perfect man for her, Someone who's more sensitive, someone who doesn't keep secrets, whose favorite poet is her favorite poet, someone who loves Egyptology the way she does. Like, it's almost like he created Stephen to be what she needed and he couldn't be, you know? Yeah. Um, Adam, you said Marvel TV. I did I have Daredevil 2 vibes when she lit the... Uh, lit the um flare oh. and then dropped it down the pit and it just kept falling yes. i was like huh i've seen that before <laughs> yes what was oh what midland was it midland circle yeah yeah there yeah. is a road in cedar rapids called midland circle <laughs> i drove by it the other day and it was itching a part of my brain <laughs> and i'm like what's that from and then i came home and i'm like oh is it <laughs> I wonder if there's a whole sinkhole somewhere on this, on this road. He yeah. didn't take a picture. Go, I'll go back. It's like I think it's kind of by uh, 
There's also a road called Hobbit Drive, or Hobbit Lane, or something like that. Mm. Hobbit something. Avenue, of course, Boulevard. I don't know. One of those two. So if anyone is in the Cedar Rapids area, these are real streets. Please do not take the signs. We are not liable for any sign stealage. <laughs> don't steal road signs. No, Just don't steal. do it, people. The day for shenanigans is over, right? Yesterday, 420. Yeah, yesterday, 420. Yeah. How'd you guys yeah. celebrate? I saw uh, wing stops had CBD wings yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, the weed shop down the street had a giant banner up because yeah. there's a weed shop down the street. <laughs> New York City, um, man. Yeah. Uh, I celebrated by going to the cemetery and hanging out at a cherry blossom festival thing at the cemetery. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. The frequency with which you go to parties at cemeteries, <laughs> because hey, you don't like you're a goth person or anything, you know? Like, I know, I know. I really love that cemetery, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, like it's it's a huge cemetery, and it's it's. I was looking up trying to talk a friend into going to an event there this afternoon. It's got like 400 species of trees. Okay. It's got wild parrots. So it's that cemetery that they use for Daredevil season two, where he's right. like after the scene with Punisher and the Gothic arches, those oh. Gothic arches actually have parrots living in them. Oh, cool. Um, that like escaped from somebody at some point and evidently really like those arches. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time in that cemetery. I like it. It's right near where the shooting was. I have to take the oh. subway to that oh. stop. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not as scary as sitting in traffic on a normal day. But. That was that was a weird week because there was also a mass shooting in Cedar Rapids. Was there a what? mass shooting in Providence? No, man, we were we were good. <laughs> we'll try to we'll try to avoid one of those if we can. Yeah, that was that was a weird week. Yeah. So Adam, you're talking a bit about how scary the episode was, like. I felt like all the stuff in the tomb was excellent. Maybe it was partially just the setting. I think it's also that the Disney plus shows have had okay special effects, but they're just, there's something about this one because it was dark and you couldn't Mm -hmm. totally see well, like it just, it makes you much less like picky about it or much less like, Oh, I don't like how that looked. You never really got a great look at the mummy monster, but that's okay. It makes it even scarier that you don't know exactly what it's like and the way it would like go around the table and the way she was like trying to Mm -hmm. avoid it. I just felt like that whole scene was the most anxious I've been watching anything in a long time. Agree with you a million percent. And when Oscar's hanging up in the whatever, I mean, it's part of the same sequence, but then the mummies hands come over or whatever it's uh-huh. it's a legitimately scary bit you know it's probably the, i don't know if it's the scariest i can't think of anything else but it's i mean they're going places that they needed to go well and her stabbing the, the mummy with the broken arm bone arm? Yeah. ripped off oh dude yeah. yeah it's uh and that's the thing i mean you can get away with a lot of stuff now without without the blood you could probably rip his jaw off and cut him in half and you know, and as long as there's no blood, so be it. Well, later when he was with the mummy, like, you know, desecrating the tomb, you know, and like sticking his hand down that thing's throat. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was gross. That's the thing. I don't, 
I don't know what happened. Was it the Batman? Was I don't know what it was, but like people don't realize that every single bullet Falcons fired throughout his MCU career has been we can presume is lethal, right? Certainly during like the opening moments of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. When he's killing probably a dozen bad guys, you know, that's we talked about it when we, when that came right. out that like, there was just lots of murders in the first 10 right. minutes of that show. And that's the thing. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, do we need to see the bullets go through someone's head? Probably not. Even though we did with the pilot. Um, yeah. I don't, Whatever. Moon Knight was spooky, spectacular. That's why I can't wait for um, Werewolf by Night or whatever they're going to call. Oh, uh, another tidbit is apparently Halloween Horror Nights is working on a practical Werewolf by Night costume. Yeah, I saw that. Looks. So I good. did not know they did stuff for like Hollywood, like movies and stuff. I thought that was just like Disney. Can Disney hire Universal to do stuff? Apparently. Sure, yeah. Why not? But that'll that'll be dope. Yeah, it's always interesting to me when they go in those tombs. The thing I never thought about until I actually visited Egypt, it's hot down there. Like when you actually go into one of those old tombs, it just it insulates heat. And so uh you even saw it a little bit, like um Ethan Hawk was kind of sweaty down there. When you go that far underground, like it can be terrifyingly warm and you're already like claustrophobic and then you're hot and oh why would it be warm like the underground temperature is a steady 58 degrees is there like thermal i mean is it that you're in the desert uh, yeah i think it's it's bacon above you you know like it's just it's just sand just that heat comes through i don't know when you go to the valley of the kings um you can it can be a bit toasty in there particularly if you have lots of tourists in there too you know like those spaces are not made for 50 people at once so uh so we need to talk about the change near the end we got him so we, we moved over this. to legion we jumped into legion mm-hmm. yes they totally legioned it which i'm just so happy about i'm just ha- like i want it to go weird and they just took it there and then the the, the hippo on top of it all i was like what <laughs> um so what do you guys think is going on like what's actually happening in that scene nothing nothing i mean he so this is this is where i had to be quiet last week caleb because you said that there's two distinct or episodes one and two were the london stuff right and then episodes three and four were the egyptian stuff and now episodes five and six are probably going to be the mental hospital stuff are we gonna go full amir and eat are we gonna get like space wolves and are we gonna get all the uh i i will we get crawley is crawley gonna actually come back um, oh he was the bingo caller um i believe really that's what i saw somebody say yeah i didn't pay attention so crawley came back you know is he gonna help out where wherever it's gonna go it'll be interesting to see and that's that's the other thing i mean we're, we're getting to the point where we have two episodes left and how much can they do and i would guess number five is the the Agatha taking Wanda through her origin story type yeah. of episode. I mean, um, if I had to guess, see, I don't think, I, I don't think he's really in a mental hospital. I think this is supposed to be. I think this is like, his brain sorting stuff right. out. Yeah, yeah. Either his brain or it's even like, um, 
the astral plane or um, some kind mm. of like, or even the overvoid, like what, the, mm-hmm. a human entering the overvoid. It's some spiritual other place or in between place. And he's going to have to sort of fulfill some kind of quest to be able to return to his body. And then episode six, he'll jump out of the water. Moon Knight suit will come on him and we'll go from there. That would be my guess is that episode five is like a quest in a spiritual realm that he has to succeed in, in order to be returned to his body. You know, I wouldn't even take it that far. I think, I don't know, man. I think episode five is going to take place mainly in the hospital. We haven't been there that long. Dedicate that. And then because they're already at the tomb, they already have the what's what's it called? The statue, oh, the ancient Funko Pop. They have Amit. They have yeah. yes. What yeah, are those so, called? Like Arkaresh Arkaresh's uh, something. Is that still in his Ar- backpack as he's like floating she, in the water? No, Layla has it. I think. Layla has it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I I would think I think the Overvoid stuff or the Underworld stuff's going to come right at the end of five after we find the origin after we see are we going to get bushman are we going to see that go that far back and see that stuff i mean we have to have an ex uh, i mean you would think we have an explainer of mark how mark or steven got how they got you know um, is it going to be like doom patrol you guys haven't watched the doom patrol no did st- you Oh, see, Doom Patrol had like whole episodes of the the alters fighting over who was going to get to control the body and the subconscious and going through her trauma that led to having alters. And I mean, like, I feel like I've been through all of that. So, I mean, like this already feels different. I am very confident more gods are on their way sometime. Um, So I would guess it's just probably one of the more, I don't know if you want to call it boring. But it's it's the episode where we just get all of his character and stuff, and everyone. If you're not already in love with Oscar Isaac's take on the character, you will be at the end of that episode because you see see everything he's gone through. Yeah. Then we'll get the big reveal at the end of five, and then most of six will be. It's just how they've been portraying gods and spirits, right? We we probably won't see any of them in the flesh. Um, I don't know. We just got a second one. Yeah, but we—it's not in the flesh. I mean, we've so we saw the hippo, which is better than a person in a suit. That would have been, you know, on Netflix, but it's still in his mind, you know. So I would guess like is we we still haven't seen the uh, glowing pyramid shot either. Oh so yeah, it has to come sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the purple stuff, um, which could be a final episode. So I don't know, whatever. I do think it'll go pretty bonkers, though, yeah. with um, with the stuff in the Lemire run. I mean, that stuff was all intertwined, right? I mean, Ahmet was in that run. Um, they re- walk outside the door, and it's like a post-apocalyptic Egypt, you know? Um, I think Anubis, or there's more jackals involved. Yeah. So, Wasn't that run also where there was, like, Stephen Grant, the movie star, like doing mm-hmm. a space thing or whatever. Yeah, the so, Space Wolves. It was. Yeah, uh... yeah I mean, I'm, I I love how weird it is. I mean, we all are assuming Jake Lockley is hanging out in that other sarcophagus that's banging around. I think. Free Jake. I, I feel Free like Jake. they've almost made it too obvious. Like at this point, I almost want it to be something else. You know. I um accidentally, well, I didn't accidentally, but I posted as Werewolf by Night. 
and there's Jake Lockley stands, and they got very upset. I saw, I saw this one recently that was like. Someone was getting really upset because, you know, like they weren't at me because thank, you know, thankfully they didn't listen to the pod. But like because um, some people had suggested that maybe Jake Lockley, you know, is is who killed her dad. And they're like, no, that would be very like offensive to people with DID, this like regressive idea that you have a violent altar that's like that does bad things and that you don't know about it. And that would be so bad for the mental health. It needs to be Bushman. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I, I I didn't particularly care, but just people getting real worked up about Jake Lockley. Like, it is it's, amazing. <laughs> we've already seen his altars kill plenty of people. Yes, yeah. it, and that Jake is the one that seems to be the stabby stabby one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we know there's one that stabbies. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's Twitter again. We just, I just have to give up with it. So. Yeah, so I mean it's great. I'm it's I think it's fun to watch the two after all the mirror stuff, it's fun to have Steven and Mark actually in the same room, you know. I think that's really enjoyable. Uh and I'm just I'm just hoping they take it really crazy. There's all kinds of Easter eggs. They really have tried to put everything that's been in the show. Like I didn't realize somebody's pushing a, a cart with cupcakes on it in the mental hospital. And um Though the one of the women there that's playing bingo is the woman that made uh Layla's passport stuff. Obviously, the two cops, the two fake cops are there as as uh attendants or whatever. You know, he's tied to his wheelchair like he was tied to the bed. There's just like a ton of light. And then when he saw the Alps, I don't know why there's something really creepy to me about the Alps painting on the wall and the idea that maybe he's concocted all that. My thought is that all these things really happened and he's putting them into his mental space here, but clearly they want us to toy with the idea that it would be the other way around, you know? So did you guys just like know about the hippo? Like that's not from the comics, right? No, it is. um... Yeah. She was mentioned earlier in the very first episode. Okay. When the shop manager said to move the hippos and he's like no this is tawaret or okay yeah all right cool i was just like why does everybody suddenly know about the hippos oh yeah i had to had a hippo goddess yeah yeah they had multiple yeah of everything there's a hippo goddess and then there's the alligator and there's birds there's all sorts of birds yeah yeah well evidently there's a whole bunch imprisoned in stone in that closet at the um yeah. at the pyramid of giza that was kind of a cool shot like as they pulled back like my wife was just like what what's wrong with these guys why do they have to entomb so many of their fellow gods right <laughs> they seem to have a problem they aren't funkos but maybe they are maybe maybe they're jerks that's a question if my friend is willing to come yeah. on the podcast because i mean what we only saw four of the avatars show up like what? Where'd all the what happened to all the other avatars when they had their tribunal? Yeah, there wasn't a full nine, that's for sure. There was uh I want to think five. I think there was three on the back and then one on each side. We shall see. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to temper expectations. I want like an in-game level fight, but with all the gods. You know, like is Osiris like a bad god or 
something is he does he want Amit to come back or I don't know yeah I kind of wanted so Adam you mentioned this one was gross and you're talking about the organ stuff I was kind of hoping we would see and I always get him goofed up so Cyrus that gets cut into all kinds of pieces right 14 and his pieces are spread across yeah and um Isis pieces him back together yeah unfortunately you know the story right she couldn't find his manhood so he's <laughs> resurrected with the 14th missing piece poor guy is his yeah yeah i was kind of i don't know i was kind of thinking we we're gonna get a scene where we like meet osiris and he's just like he's been like sewn back together or something you know i thought that would be kind of gnarly and gross but i sure hope so that would be amazing yeah so i'm all here for it I, you know let's go full on weird i want this next episode to be very legion-esque you know like I don't want it to be, I want it to be non, like non-chronological. I I don't want it, you know, I want there to be non-sequiturs. I want there to be sudden shifts. I just want the (gasps) world to have no physics, you know, just go nuts. I want a dance number. Oh, yeah. Do the uh, Seinfeld reverse episode. The what? The Seinfeld reverse episode. Where you do everything the opposite? Yeah. No, where, yeah, where it starts at the end and then it goes reverse uh, chronologically no i just want a dance number i want what <laughs> caleb said and a dance number. dance number yeah i mean this is one thing i loved about far from home that whole mysterio scene where spidey just like can't get his bearings because it's all illusion mm-hmm. and constantly shifting yeah. and stuff i just think that's a fun way to disorient your character and sort of make yeah. the audience anxious you know also i want to say like with the previous series i thought there could have been like some of the reasons that i wasn't loving them was like waking up early and watching them but i've been waking up early and watching moon Knight at least the past two yeah and i still love it like yeah. it the problem with the others wasn't when i was watching it that wasn't it just didn't like them yeah yeah they just weren't good i did for this one get up and watch on the television for for the first watch because i knew this because adam had hyped it and i knew something something was going to happen yeah like i didn't know what something something was going to be but i knew it was stuff that adam was hyped for yeah you got to see a big hippo on your television exactly when when they dragged her back into that like cavern it made me think of uh the twilight uh twilight zone tower of terror in in disney Mm -hmm. world because when they first opened it like they Mm -hmm. took you up and then they opened the windows and they dropped you and that was it. Yes. And then over the years, they've added like more and more and more drops. And so it's like, oh, she got sucked back. Oh, she's safe. Oh, she got sucked back mm. again. Oh, she's back again. You know, like it's just, they just kept layering on the uh, the abductions, you know. <laughs> True. True. And even like the fall off the cliff. Yeah. No. She didn't die. I, I really seriously, I mean, that's this can be attributed to the not awake part. Like, I really seriously was like, oh, they killed Layla. Huh. <laughs> like, Rip. like, bold move, Marvel. Wait, oh, never mind. She's okay. All right. Excellent. Uh, I think we should wrap that up there, guys. Also, we did, I remembered, oh, I didn't mention earlier, Echo started filming today, apparently. Oh, so that's yeah. exciting. Echo is going and we have reasons to believe that there may be actors that we like from other things that could potentially be around for that show. So that's exciting. Uh, also, did you guys see the new Miss Marvel trailer or Miss Marvel poster this week? Uh, yeah. It's totally yeah. radical. I liked it a lot. Anyways, all those things are going on Marvel. We'll talk about it all next week some more. We'll talk about Moon Knight episode five. 
So thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. We really appreciate you guys for doing that. Uh, if you like the show, you know, leave us a comment, say so, leave us a review, tell your friends about it, all that kind of stuff. We have gotten bad about saying all that promotional stuff at the end, but all that stuff helps people listen and we want people to enjoy it. So yeah, we're going to try to be better about doing all that. So, you know, if you have thoughts, leave us something on Twitter, leave it on the website, let us know that you listen to the show, what you're enjoying, what you like about Moon Knight, your latest theories, all that stuff. Next week will be the one before the finale. So give us your predictions about what you think is going to happen in the finale, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. We'll see you later.